0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. There's a motion before uh, the House of Commons and uh, there are several groups, including the Council of Iranian Canadians and the Justice 88 campaign and Benabbrath Canada who want to see this enacted in law, and that is to recognize Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps in its entirety as a terrorist organization. Michael Mostyn is the CEO of Benabbrath Canada weighing in telling us uh, what is behind the initiative. Michael, good to have you back in the Oakley Show. Good afternoon.
1: Yeah, good afternoon, John. Thanks for having me.
0: All right, so you've served notice on the feds. Now, this was a motion passed in June of 2018. Uh, Why the delay in implementing this as a bill or an act uh, that would be passed into law?
1: It's a great question. It's a question I don't have an answer to, which is why we actually held the press conference. Uh, As you noted, there was bipartisan support for this motion. So all the Liberals, all the Conservatives who are in the House voted in favor, 248 votes in favor of listing the IRGC as a terrorist group. 19 months later, it hasn't been listed. And uh, the IRGC is a security threat to Canada, to Canadians. It needs to be listed. And that's why we said, you know, enough is enough. Within 30 days, you've had more than enough time. You have to list
0: Well, yeah, it's been called an urgent matter by uh, people who are also a party to this, as I alluded to before uh, you joined us. The president of the Council of Iranian-Canadians is saying, uh, today, as the Islamist regime schemes to avenge slain IRGC General Qasem Soleimani, the IRGC poses a greater risk than ever before uh, to Canada's Iranian and Jewish communities. Uh, So it's a very palpable sense that uh, there might be some kind of... uh, terrorist act visited upon our soil or elsewhere against members of your own community
1: it's possible it's happened before uh it's happened in argentina it's happened in other parts of the world and in fact in 2012 the iranian embassy was closed down for national security reasons um there was even more reason to believe that uh that the IRGC is a threat today than in 2012. There's never a perfect time, of course, for listing a terrorist entity, but um, um, it it just needs to be done for Canadian safety interests.
0: And would you say there's been uh, certainly urgency lent to the whole initiative because of the recent developments in Iran?
1: Absolutely. In fact, the missiles that that were fired were IRGC missiles. Um, So uh, the IRGC is a terrorist organization We have, unfortunately, a loophole in the law in Canada where, because the Quds Force, which is the external uh, terrorist operations arm of the IRGC, which finances Hezbollah and Palestinian Islamic Jihad and other uh, external proxy terrorist organizations, because that's listed as a terror group in Canada, Canadians can't send missiles or arms uh, to the Quds Force. But money could be sent from Canada today to the IRGC, which could then purchase missiles and weapons. Um, And the IRGC has been brutally oppressing Iranian protesters, its own people in Iran. This is a loophole that cannot be allowed, their security threat. Um, We don't understand why the IRGC hasn't been listed. It's time for um, uh, the minister to uh, fulfill the the promise that was made by members of parliament to Canadians and and list the IRGC.
0: So what you're saying is uh, there's really no distinction between the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps and Kuds Force. They're indistinguishable. They're one and the same. They're just an extension of each other.
1: Absolutely. And um, it's, it's the same individuals. Soleimani, who was the general, um, who was recently assassinated, head of the Al-Quds Force, head of the IRGC. It's one and the same. Canada's had artificial distinctions like this in the past. Hezbollah was currently only the militant wing of Hezbollah was listed, and it was thanks to the neighbor pressure against the uh, Canadian government that the um, that the um, the non-military wing of Hezbollah got listed back in 2002. So um, the the distinction is artificial. The threat is real uh, to Canadians, and we need to we need to do what's best for Canada, and, and it's also the right thing. Are we going to stand? as Canada, with, with a regime that brutalizes its own people and supports terrorism around the world? Or are we, are we going to stand with the brave Iranian people who are putting their own lives in jeopardy, fighting for freedom and liberty?
0: Again, with Michael Mastin, CEO of B'nai B'rith Canada, calling along with the Council of Iranian Canadians and the Justice 88 campaign for the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps to be listed in their entirety as a terrorist organization. You know, Michael, some have likened them to uh, the SS during the murderous Nazi regime. Is that a fair analogy?
1: Well, you know, it's it's always difficult to make historical comparisons because there's always going to be differences between um, um, different regimes at different times. But the the one thing that that can be said for certain is that the IRGC has blood on its hands, has blood of of U.S. soldiers, has blood of its own people. The 1,500 uh, Iranians that were murdered in the streets of Iran um, in November, uh, they, they were killed by the IRGC. The IRGC has targeted Dissidents around the world, Jewish people around the world, others that they view view as political threats. Um, uh, this is a, a military wing of the Iranian government that sole purpose seems to be act in terroristic ways. And um, it's it's the moral and legal duty of Canada uh, to stand up against this and and to list the IRGC. It Needs to be done. It needs to be done now.
0: Do you believe there are fifth columnists? In other words, uh, they may have like sleeper cells or something akin to that operatives right here in Canada?
1: There are definitely organizations and individuals that are um, puppeting uh, IRGC lines in this, in this country. I'm always very concerned about foreign influence from many countries, um, and um, there's no reason to believe that, um, that the Iranians aren't doing this. They, they have used, and they've been caught using their embassies in the past for this, um, and uh, this is a regime that's, that's really trying to hold on. People are, again, rising up, uh, inside of Iran. And um, uh, this, is, this is what totalitarian governments do. They do whatever possible to hold on to power. And um, so, sure, it, it, it seems that way. Quacks like a duck.
0: Right. All right. And so uh, while you're hoping to have this uh, motion passed into law, you put the government on notice 30 days. Uh, so yeah. you want this expedited here, uh, holding their feet to the fire. In the meantime, you have a petition to that effect?
1: That's right. We have a petition. It's up on our website. It's on social media, on the neighbors Canada. And we're hoping that as many Canadians as possible will sign up to this petition to show support, to say that, you know, enough is enough. We need to have a timeline. Uh, the government agency is responsible for reviewing this for security purposes. They've had enough time. The Americans have already listed the IRGC as a terrorist group. And it needs to be done. So, uh, so if people can sign um, and maybe you're able to share that link, uh, it would be very welcome and appreciated um, because this needs to happen.
0: Again, Michael Mostyn, CEO of B'nai Canada. Appreciate it very much. Good luck in your endeavor. Thanks so much, John. You got it. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe
1: for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.